Hello, welcome to the final swipe, a podcast about healing our hearts and finding love. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. Hey, my friend. All right, so who here loves the Almost 30 podcast? I know they're so great, right? I love Lindsay and Krista, and I'm so grateful to even call them friends. A lot of you guys even came to me through them, so I'm just so grateful for that relationship. And get this. On December 12th in Miami, they will be coming to Miami for their tour. And guess who gets to be the guest? Me. So I am going to do a live event with Krista and Lindsay from Almost 30. And we're going to talk all about intuition. So I'm actually going to teach you how to access your intuition, which I'm so excited about because I truly, truly, truly believe that all the answers are within us. And if there's just one thing that I can do in this world is teach people how to use their own intuition, whether it be dating or in light or whatever it may be. And I get that opportunity on December 12th. And I really hope that you join me. So come to Miami. If you're summer cold, come for the night. (laughs) Um, It's a great time to be in Miami. And if you're in Miami, please come to this event. It's going to be at night at 630. I believe it's I want to say it's $50 and you can go to the Almost 30 podcast, which is almost30podcast.com and you want to go backslash tour. We're also going to have that in our show notes, but I'd really love to be able to teach you how to access those answers within you, right? To not give into the fear that you probably constantly feel or that anxiety, but really learning how to push that out and to go deep into what is right for you, right? Um, We'll definitely do some woo-woo stuff. We'll go into like, you know, spirit guides and all that kind of stuff. But really, even just if you don't believe in that stuff, you don't care for that stuff, really just learning like what is the right path for me? How can I find clarity on demand, like when I need it? And how can I tap into myself? And that's what I'll be teaching. So hope you join me here in Miami on December 12th for the Almost 30 podcast tour here in Miami. See you there. Hi, my friends. Welcome to another episode of The Final Swipe. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. You are in my office with me. All right, come on, come on, gather around. Going to talk about this very stressful time of the year. (laughs) Um, You know, it's, it's, it's the holidays. It's like a rough time. And it is especially complicated for those of us who are single because it's just hard sometimes being around family. You know, throughout the year, you may live in like your little bubble far away, living on the other side of the country or wherever, or, you know, cities away from your family, but then having to come together. And sometimes, you know, coming together by yourself and seeing your sister or your brother with their families and friends and your hometown being in relationships can kind of sometimes make us feel inadequate, you know, and it's just, just part of it. And on top of feeling that way, sometimes good meaning people or bad meaning people will ask the questions that we've been asking ourselves. Like, why are you still single? Um, why is it so hard? When are you going to, you know, find somebody, blah, 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 all the things. So I wanted to take some time today to prepare you for those possible meetings, um, prepare you for the inadequacy that you may feel going back to your hometowns, if that's what you're going to, or just, you know, being around family in a much, uh, kind of concentrated way than you usually are. And just wanted to have that conversation today. So sound good. All right, let's do that. 
Okay. So my first suggestion is you want to kind of keep the door closed or keep your energy closed to those kind of questions, right? So um, I'll give you the best example I can give you, which is when I had our first son, it was my first pregnancy, my first, you know, newborn, because I adopted Ali when she was four. So I didn't experience, I was a mother, I knew how to do that thing, but I didn't experience the newborn phase. And I felt very um, lost, which I know many women do. And I didn't have too much help. So I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I remember going out into the world, like just going to the supermarket with my, with my baby or, you know, going to Jamboree or like whatever it was. And people would automatically give me their advice, right? Automatically they would be like, Oh, do this or do that. Or when my baby was like, you know, feeling that way, I would do this. And, um, it was very confusing and, um, it, it made me feel even more inadequate as a mother because it just made me feel like I didn't know what I was doing. And it was really hard to constantly be hearing that because, and I was like, man, why is this happening to me? And then I realized I was like, Oh, like this is happening. Cause like I am open to it, right? Like there's there, energetically I'm out being like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, please help me. Um, I am the worst. I don't know what's happening. So energetically people were, you know, sensing that and giving me advice, even though I wasn't asking for it, a very different experience when I met I'm sorry, very different experience when I had our second child or second son and I would, you know, nobody was giving me advice because I had already, this is my third child. I knew what I was doing. I I wasn't seeking that. So I wasn't like an energetic match for advice anymore, right? Like I didn't have that part of me opened and without knowing it, you guys, you're going to like step into these environments and you may be, you know, feeling a little down and you may be opening up that portal for people to ask you about your love life, to give you advice about your love life, to talk about that. Right. And you can just set the intention that, you know, that you're fine with the questions, but you're, you're not lost. Like, you know what you're doing, you know, that this is going to work and that you have faith. So going into these scenarios are actually a really great, great opportunity to really put your faith up to the test, to really be like, do I, feel good about myself? Do, you know, even when I'm single, do I feel good about myself? Um, can I feel good about myself? Can I love myself in this place? Um, can I believe that this, that, you know, that this partnership that I want is really gonna, is really happening, is really gonna come. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to be thrown into the wild right now. And like, can I hold my own? And so, you know, you want to look at this 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 dinner or whatever it is that you're going to these gatherings as an opportunity to really get strong, you know, like as a challenge, right. That you're going to get strong within yourself, that you're going to get strong on your self-love, that you're going to love yourself harder than you've ever loved yourself, you know, before you're going to have more faith than you've ever had before. And as you walk in like that, it's kind of like the confident mom of three, you're, you'll see that like most people are not going to talk to you about that. And if they do, it's just going to be like a simple, like, Oh, you know, um, like how's it going? And you know, San Francisco, like how's the dating scene or whatever. And you're going to simply say like, Oh, you know, yeah, it's like, you know, it's, it is what it is, but like, I'm, you know, looking, you know, I've been working on myself and, um, I know that like love is coming soon, like however you want to position it, but you'll see that like, there is not going to be these like long drawn out conversations about your, a lack of relationship, right? Because you're not going energetically, you're not going to be open to it. You're not going to be seeking that, right? 
So that's the first thing. The other thing is setting an intention. Like, what do you want this time to be? So besides the dating stuff and all that stuff, like, you know, maybe you don't see your family often. Maybe um, you do, but it's hard and it's usually dramatic. Like really setting the intention of like what in a perfect world, what would this dinner look like? Right. And like, how can you, you know, really taking a moment to just imagine what that is going to go like, how you're going to feel and really kind of setting the intention on the good stuff that you want out of this. So you know that you're going to be like, you know what, I'm going to go in. I don't want to talk about politics this time. Um, I don't want to, you know, I really just want to imagine us having a good time and laughter and good food and like just having a good time together. And that's really the intention. That's how I want to show up. That's the energy I'm going to bring. And I know that like my energy is so strong that it really influences other people. So that's what I'm going to bring to the table. Like forget this like casserole I'm bringing, I'm bringing my vibes, I'm bringing my energy. And um, that's the intention I'm setting for that. Okay. So that's the second thing. The third thing is not getting caught up in bad vibes. Okay. Cause as much as you prepare for what you're going into, right. By setting your intentions, really like preparing yourself saying your prayers. Sorry. I guess I want to add more to the second one. You also want to kind of, um, pray for yourself, right? Just be like, you know, this is usually hard for me. I usually get anxious around this. I really, I usually feel inferior next to my big sister, um, whatever it might be. And be like, this is my wounds are here. And, um, I just ask for guidance and I ask for support during this time. And may I put that to the side and may I just shine and be like who I really am and, and really just show up whole, rather than in my wounds, right? I know that when I had this um, hard time when I moved back from Los Angeles and came back to my hometown, I, I don't, I was the last, I was a single one in the group and everybody was coupled up and it was hard for me to be around my girlfriends sometimes because I felt inadequate. And I remember like we would have these, and it was silly because they loved me and there was no reason to feel inadequate. It was just my personal, that was how I felt. And we would go, um, into the, you know, we would have girl nights or whatever. And I would have to go in like praying for myself, just being like, okay, like I'm going to love myself. I'm not going to, you know, I'm, 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 I am whole my friends. I love my friends. They love me. And that's really all I want to see. Like, I want to see like the love that they have for me. I don't want to see, um, my insecurities or like my judgments. Like, I don't want to be in that energy. I don't want to be in that. So I would pray for myself. I would be like, this is, and so this, to this day, I still sometimes do. Like I still, sometimes I know that that's like a thing for me. Um, so I still say those prayers for me. So, you know, other than setting the intention, also setting that, that prayer for you. Okay. And just like really asking your, you know, asking for additional support during this time. So, okay. Now for real (laughs) number three, number three is, despite your best efforts, sometimes there may, may be negative vibes, right? Like sometimes somebody may, you know, cause as, as even though we set energy and like we set kind of our vibe, people will sometimes cross boundaries, you know, and those are, those are like the drunk, you know, the drunk uncle or the drunk aunt that like will cross the boundary, even though it's clear that you don't, you know, that you're like, this is kind of off the table or whatever. Um, so with that, or it maybe it goes really bad you know, maybe it goes really badly. Um, maybe, you know, it's just the people aren't, you go into and you realize how negative these people are because you've been away from them for so long. And now you realize, Oh my God, these people are just always complaining. They're just negative. So you, in that case, you want to, first of all, like shield yourself, right? Like you walk in, you put yourself in a little energetic bubble. And especially for those of you who know that 
that you're going into a negative space, you energetically shield yourself and you bring the light. So like when people want to throw like negativity or they want to be in the negative, you don't call them out and just be all righteous and be like, that's so negative. Can we think positive? Cause that's like, you're just doing the opposite. You're just judging them. You want to just kind of let them talk. And then you do your best to move the conversation into something else. You do your best to be like, yeah, no, I get that. But there's always like the good thing about that is blah, 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 blah. Right. Like you're turning the conversation into a positive. Um, I have this girlfriend who I was, when I, when I was single, I was like in this, I remember being in this like negative place and, um, just gossiping. Like I'd love to gossip about people. I don't know. That was just like my thing. And this girlfriend of mine was, is not a gossiper. She's never been a gossiper. And I remember like having a conversation with her and trying to get her to gossip and, you know, not knowing that I was trying to get her to gossip, but then she would do this thing where she would like kind of stop my gossip to a point that it was like so obvious that I was almost like embarrassed and I realized what I was doing. And I thought she was so, um, skilled in that and and not in a rude way. She didn't even, she didn't even use her words. She was just like not open for the gossip. And I caught myself and I would stop gossiping and we would then talk about something else. And that just really changed so much for me. I remember when I saw that um, many years ago. So you can be that in this, um, these family gatherings or these friend gatherings, you, you know, you don't judge the people cause they don't know better. They're in a habit. Like this is just like the way that they go about life, but you can also energetically with your words, everything, try to shift the conversation or shift the energy into the positive. You have the power to do that and to really use whatever you need to use in order to make that happen. And that can be as simply as like being, you know, somebody talking to you and be like, Oh, you know what? I, I really, I'm going to go fill my drink. I'll be like right back. You just kind of end, you know, like stop it in the tracks. But I would actually prefer to see if you can, if you can see how powerful you are and shifting the conversation into something else rather than like getting up and leave, but that's like worst case scenario. Um, so really just noticing that, you know, you have the power to shift negativity into something light or to at least into something neutral, right? doesn't have to be like, Oh my gosh, we move from the negative to the positive, but we can move from the negative to the neutral. And you'd be surprised how much power you have in creating that. And then the last thing is, making sure that you set time aside for yourself to come down from that. Okay. So, um, whether you may be like having a lot of family gatherings for like a week, you just want to make sure that sometime in that week, at some point that you are going off and having some space for yourself, that you're, you know, cleansing yourself, that you're, you're having some, you know, you're drinking more water. You're recognizing that you may need to sleep a little bit more, but having a little bit of grace for yourself because you are receiving a lot of energy from what's happening. Um, you, it it could be overwhelming and tiring and all those things. And I want you to just take care of yourself and make sure that maybe sometimes you may can't do it on the trip because it's so quick. But when you get home that you realize like what just happened, that you were absorbing a lot, that there was a lot going on and that you, especially if there was any fear-based energy, like anybody, you know, kind of feeling bad for you for being single or whatever, that you just make sure you do whatever you got, whatever you in, in, in specifically, I'm sorry, specifically do to remove negative energy. That could be like saging yourself. That can be an Epsom salt bath. That could be dancing, whatever, but that like, you're really just moving all the energy out of like what you were just into and what you just absorbed and knowing that like, that's a thing, you know, that like you were taking in a lot. Hopefully you guys go ahead and like wrap yourself in that energetic bubble so that 
you're not absorbing as much, but even when you get home or get back to like a kind of a sane place that you're able to move that out and just know that and just be clear on like, what's your energy and what's not your energy, right? Like if you're starting to feel like very fearful and all those things, like thinking for a moment and being like, is that really mine? Maybe it's not. Maybe I need to just, um, and even if it is yours, you don't want it anyways, right? <laughs> so like moving it out, removing it, shifting it out and knowing that, you know, you can handle hard situations because you know how to go in there with protection. You know how to go in there with intention. You know how to shift the energy and you also know how to clean the energy. So, I mean, it's just super powerful. This is, I know it could be tough what you're about to jump into, but man, you can really put your spiritual practice to, um, to it, like to what's the word, like put it to the test, right? Like you can really test it out right now. And if you, you know, you can get out of that and feel so strong and that in itself will like shift your love life. Cause you're just going to be like, I am so powerful. Cause that's it, right? Like we want to, we want to be able to feel powerful enough to create, to shift, to like bring the things that we want into our life. And we, when we put ourselves in these scenarios and really triumph, um, it is so empowering and like, that's all I want you to feel when it comes to dating. Like I want you to feel empowered. I want you to see how much, um, you know, how much control you have over what you're bringing into your life. And this little scenario can really help you see that. So I hope you take these steps seriously and I hope you put them into play. If you do, please let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear how your experimentation goes and what you learned about yourself or what you learned about your family. Please share it with me. You can go to my Instagram and share it under the post of this podcast episode, or you can just DM me, you know, whichever, or email me. I'm not the best on email. So a DM is always easier, but yeah, let me know. Use it, use it and tell me how it goes. All right, my friend. Well, if I don't see you, if I don't talk to you, happy holidays, enjoy it and take care of yourself, love on yourself. And I really hope that I get to work with you in 2020, especially in my dating membership. Hope to see you there. Okay talk soon. Thanks so much for listening. For more guidance on your journey to the final swipe, please visit me at NikkiNovo.com.